I'd rather have angry Justin Bieber fans than angry hockey fans. Oh, speaking of just happy to be here, how about those Canadian teams in the playoffs, huh? When Kevin Durant joined the Warriors, that was like peak hate of the Warriors for me. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to our fourth and final installment of the rise and fall of Saxonville. We're about to put a nice and tidy bow on all of this, but before we get to that, I'm your co-host, Jared. That's my lovely co-host, Justin. How's it going today, Justin? Pretty good, pretty good. You ready to uh, talk about the, the Jags a little bit more? Yeah, always. Always. Uh, well, we're going to be talking about the modern Jags now. The kind of We've talked about the rise, we've talked about the peak, and we've talked about the fall. And so this was going to be the aftermath. This is what, uh, what the Jaguars as we know them now are and kind of how everything that's happened up to this point has led to where, where we are. Yeah, and I mean, let's jump right into it. Let's uh, so into we it. ended talking about 2017, or excuse me, about the 2020 team, 2020 team and uh, season. Bad year. Uh, yeah, the team went one and fifteen, uh, which is really not good. Almost as bad as it can get. Yeah, uh, worst worst year in franchise history. Definitely. Um. And after after that year, Doug Marone out as head coach. And the Jags. Well, let me let me say something real quick. We're calling this episode the aftermath. And and still too to this day, in 2022, the Jags are still recovering from that 2017 season. They haven't been able to find a true identity for themselves. They've had little inklings of what they want to be you know they had the time with Gardner Minshew for a year and a bit they've uh then went to the Urban Meyer um and they had this stretch of time where they tried to still be Saxonville but they still haven't found that new identity uh they're trying something now with Trevor Lawrence but we'll see but Marone is out as head coach and Jacksonville as I kind of just said, you know, tries to kind of make a name or get some, you know, clout, clout, uh. <laughs> some, some talk generated about them. And they hire famed college coach Urban Meyer. Yeah. Urban Meyer was wildly successful with Ohio state in college. Um, you know, you can't deny what he was able to do with the Buckeyes. He won a couple of national championships um, and even backdating to his days at Florida. I mean, he was a, an excellent college coach, one of the best to ever do it at that level. Um, and so, yeah, I agree with you when the Jags hired him going into 2020 to 21. Uh, it was a I'm not going to say a publicity stunt, but they wanted to hire a sexy name and it was the biggest name hire for sure. That off season. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, and what a train wreck season it would be. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, this is, I would like to point out and you know, this, I was critical of this move since day one. It's true. I was never a believer in Urban Meyer uh, at the NFL level, and I feel very vindicated now knowing what we know. 
Um, yeah. I thought when they first hired him that he would make it one or maybe two years before they realized this wasn't going to work. Um, but then as time went on and boy, we thought the, all the Jalen Ramsey drama we talked about prior in this series was bad. Uh, wait till you folks hear the urban Meyer drama. If you haven't yeah. already. Um, and, and we, I've done a breakdown of the timeline uh, of urban Myers decay in Jacksonville. Um, I'm not going to go into every detail. We're not going to go into every detail no. again, but we'll, we'll give you the highlights real quick. There was yeah. the uh, pretty shortly after his hiring, he brought on an assistant coach from Iowa, I believe who had been accused of using racial slurs at players well at Iowa. He, and that caused some drama before the season even started that, that guy, I don't even remember his name to be honest with you was let go shortly after, but uh, the first of many bad decisions on Myers part, yep. then you had the famous, um, the infamous uh, incident in Cincinnati after the Thursday night loss where he didn't go home with the team. He stayed behind and made some not great marital decisions. <laughs> hmm. um, we'll call it that. Uh, yep. Then you had, kicking players in practice and it just got worse and worse and he didn't even make it a whole season. Yeah. Uh, he had a 13 game uh, tenure with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, one of the shortest, you know, coaching stints in NFL history, right, right up there with uh, Bobby Petrino for worst coaching stints. <laughs> Oofy. Uh, yeah. Um, and he has the worst winning percentage at 0.154 of any non-interim head coach since Cam Cameron. You know, and it would be easy to say some guys aren't cut out for the NFL, even if they're good in college, but that's not even what this was. Um, this was, I mean, it was part of that, but it was also just Urban Meyer's a jerk, man. Like there's no two ways about it. He's just not mm -hmm. a good dude. And the difference here was that he was coaching grown men and not college students. And so Lord can only imagine how he treated students at Ohio state, his players there, but these were guys that weren't going to take it. And his assistant coaches, he berated them. He belittled them. He just completely divided uh, himself from the locker room. And I still remember when Daryl Bevel stepped in as the interim head coach last year and they did an interview with him. Uh, Bevel, like they, one of the media members asked him, I don't remember what it was, but it was some backhanded question about Urban Meyer. And Bevel kind of like smiled and laughed. And it shows that like the mood was already better with Meyer gone. Yeah. Urban Meyer was a train wreck in Jacksonville. Um, and he should have been gone before, you know, 13 games into the season. Yeah, he really, really should have been. Um, and one of the infuriating things about uh, Urban Meyer as well is he never really took, you know, credit for how bad things were. He kind of, when he was on a a podcast, "Don't at me," he said it was the worst experience I've had in my professional lifetime. He uh, said that he experienced depression, and he said that he would stare at the ceiling. And think we're doing everything possible because I really believe we had a roster that was good enough to win games. I just don't think we did a great job. He doesn't really take any 
blame there. And I think that in his mind, he thinks he did a great job, but the team just didn't do what he wanted. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, he is too wrapped up in himself. Um, and that's this is attitude of no responsibility on his part. And yeah, so the one that was the bad of 2021 and, and it wasn't a great 2021 by any means for Jacksonville. The Jags went three and 14 is all. Um, but what those two awful seasons did result in the 2020 and 2021 seasons was back-to-back first round draft picks. And in 2021, they picked who they hope is the future, who I think could very well be the future there in Trevor Lawrence. Um, Trevor Lawrence was a, is a generational talent was the big deal coming out of Clemson a couple of years ago. Um, they had a, the Jags had a great draft that 2021 year. They got Travis Etienne, Lawrence's teammate at Clemson, who unfortunately tore his ACL and could not play that first year has yet to play for Jacksonville, but the, the future could be bright. I'll say that it could be yeah. bright. Yeah. And unfortunately, Trevor Lawrence came in with Urban Meyer and we have yet to see the ramifications of what Urban Meyer's coaching quote unquote has done to, you know, help or hinder, I guess, to give him a slight grain of credit, but uh, Lawrence's development, you know, we've seen bad coaches before basically destroy a quarterback's career because of bad coaching and bad development uh looking at the new york jets <laughs> yikes uh had urban meyer been there longer than a season i think he absolutely would have destroyed uh at least the start of lawrence's career and i feel bad that trevor lawrence even had to start 13 games of his career with that man as his head coach uh but I've gone on record saying before, and I'll say it again, I think uh, the upcoming 2022 season, Lawrence is going to have a better year than he did last year. I think the Jags are going to be, I don't know how much better, but I think they will be better. Um, They went ahead this off season and they hired Doug Peterson, former coach of the Eagles as their new head coach. And we've had our doubts and questions about Peterson before and well-founded, I would say, but anything's better than urban Meyer. Yeah. It's gotta be. I will reserve my full judgment on Peterson until after the season, but I do have my reservations. That is for fair sure. enough. And an interesting little tidbit and the tie in here to that 2017 team and season, uh, Doug Peterson would have been the head coach of the team that Jacksonville would have faced in the Super Bowl if they had made it. Um, he coached the Eagles to that Super Bowl victory. He has that championship uh, under his belt. Uh, I don't know how much of it you want to attribute to Peterson and not to him, but he is a Super Bowl winning head coach. Um, and like I said, man, he's just got to be better than Urban. Mm-hmm. Which doesn't take much. No. <laughs> um, and yeah, Urban Meyer has been awful for the for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think, you know, his, his coaching, the way he tra- treated players, I think it's going to probably – end up being something that sets the franchise back a couple of years, honestly. Yeah. Um, this, this off season, this year's draft, the team with their second consecutive number one overall pick went and grabbed Trayvon Walker, the tremendous defensive end out of Georgia. There's a lot of hype around that young man. Um, they have 
two what they intend to be star players, first round draft picks, first overall draft picks on either side of the ball now. Um, you know, this team is putting pieces together again. They're trying to rebuild from the ashes of once of what once was. My only concern, like you said, is I, I would say that the 2020, the end of 2020 and the first half of 2021, the Urban Meyer era was the lowest of the low that it got for Jacksonville. Um, I think that's where it hit rock bottom. And I worry like you that this set the franchise back uh, a few years at, at minimum um, because of stuff like that. A rebuild doesn't happen overnight. And this is maybe one of the tougher rebuilds an NFL team has ever had to do because it wasn't that long ago. They were right there on the doorstep of the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And obviously this is all speculation. Time will tell how things work out. We could be proven wrong this next year and the Jags go back to the playoffs. Um, it's very but- possible. I mean, it's, it's just a, it's a wait and see game now. I think it depends on, you know, a lot of it is what Trevor Lawrence himself can do. Yeah. And, you know, he's been called football Jesus. Let's see if he lives up to that name this year with a, with a, I would say at least a competent head coach guiding. Him. Yeah. Um, um, and just the little snippets I've seen out of Jacksonville this off season and the way Doug Peterson is running things. It sounds like morale is a lot better. Um the team that is there believes in Peterson. They believe in Lawrence. Uh, There's a general sense of excitement about the talent they have. Um, So time will tell time is the ultimate judge and it will tell us what the Jags have become. Uh, We'll see if they rise from the ashes like a Phoenix or if they continue to just kind of get stuck here in a rut, but uh, we'll, we'll get pretty soon here into all of our upcoming NFL predictions for the season. We'll talk about, a little more in depth what we think this year's Jags will do, but uh, that's, that's kind of about it. That's four episodes later. That's the entire journey of the 2017 Jags for you. Yeah. So if you've listened to this entire series, please let us know on social media or if, you know, some way smoke signals, however you want. (laughs) Um, what you thought of this, if you'd like to see more of this more research driven content, instead of just a play-by-play of what's going on in the sports world. Um, this is something Jared and I have talked about doing for a long time. And I'm going to give a shout out at the end of this to Jared. He did the legwork for this, putting things together. Uh, as you could probably tell during this, he definitely was the one with more facts than I did, or I was, um, and he did a great job. You but did a great job a too, though, buddy. Uh, <laughs> a, a journalist, yes. I appreciate that. I do my best. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let us know what you thought about it. You can find us on Twitter at the expansion BU1 and on Instagram with the same handle. Uh, but thank you for tuning in to the rise and fall of Saxonville. We hope you learned something. I know I did. <laughs> Um, but anyway, for the expansion buddies, I've been Justin. He's been Jared. Thank you all for tuning in, whether it's Google Podcast, Apple, Spotify, or the illustrious can on a string. And never forget, 
party like it's 1976 